0: The Columbus River Dragons are back on the ice this fall looking for another league championship. Season ticket memberships for every home game in the 2022-23 season are available now by visiting ourdragonscom tickets or by calling the offices at 706-507-4625. Don't miss familiar foes like the Carolina Thunderbirds and the Watertown Wolves come to town. Or how about the newest Southern rival to the FPHL, the Mississippi Sea Wolves. Ticket packages start as low as $300 for all 28 home games this season. Call 706-507-4625 for more details hello
1: everybody and welcome to the two minutes for roughing podcast i am the prospector and with me is my lovely cohort Miley grando well where where, where, did, where is
0: this charisma come all of a sudden <laughs> I, 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 I,
1: had, I i had i had that planned i had i was just like well what's this okay um,
0: welcome everybody. Okay, um Superman Mark is here, I guess, with us. Oh, yeah, this no. week.
1: Every once in a while, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to show what I can do. And yeah, <laughs> I love doing that. It's great. Ah, uh,
0: well, well, again, welcome everybody to a, you know, if I, I, I have to say, I kind of enjoy it. A kind of slower week uh, around yeah. the hockey world.
1: It yeah, was... you know, it. You know, I was really busy, so you know, I'm going to take a little bit of a slower week. Um, it that. But I mean, there wasn't. It wasn't like there was nothing going on, though.
0: Yeah, I've, I've kind of had a, a busy week myself. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, we can't
1: talk about. It, but yeah, you have some stuff going on too.
0: Yeah, I've I've had some stuff going on. Uh, literally, night before this recording, I got to go see the uh, Predators play the Canadians. Uh, got to enjoy the Canadians uh, being sent back to Quebec uh, with a loss. So I was happy about that.
1: Uh, Well, uh, I'll be honest. I have not really followed NHL much this year. All I know is that the Kraken are surprisingly fucking good. Yeah. And and that the Coyotes lose against bad teams, but beat the good teams.
0: Yeah. So basically, the Canadians are bad, but the Predators like aggressively mediocre. That's like that. So, okay. Same as last last year. Okay.
1: So same as last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's basically it. But uh, anyway, uh, moving on, let's not talk about that boring NHL hockey. Pfft. We got some news to talk about a little bit. Baton Rouge. Uh, the Fed game, the final one was uh, the second. Of course, if you happen to be listening to Talking Miners, uh, then you know that I was talking about kind of stuff that was going on in the game during the show when it was live. Uh,
1: did Mark, did you just blow it to your mic? <laughs> no, I, I look, I... I, I'm a little under the weather, so like breathing is a little difficult right now. Yeah, it, it feels like
0: everyone's been under the weather right now, uh, crazy. But uh, back on point, uh, still Baton Rouge, crazy. They had a sellout. Uh, Mark, I don't know if you happen to catch this also on the on the broadcast. It's still not fixed.
1: The, there's no bench for either team. Still, well, there's no bench. There's no leash currently either. Yeah, that's, so that's. Is, I would say this. I would say this. I really wish. I here's the thing. I'll give the Fed absolute credit right now. Bat Rouge is looking like a steal of a market. I was not expecting this. I'm gonna be honest. I was not expecting a sellout at any of these games. I'm gonna be real honest. So the fact that Bat Rouge sold out and not even night of they they were already sold out, is incredible. Right. So I think the Fed might have just committed high rate robbery with this market.
0: Now, hold on. We 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 I, I, I'm going to talk about this. There is no lease at the moment. Monday yeah. I was predicting they were going to announce it. Uh, I was kind of shocked when they didn't. So, this let's just let's just play let's play speculations on a little bit. Could you see the SPH shell coming in and saying, "Hey, we're having let's just say a team leaves," which I will be shocked if one leaves this offseason would you, do you think the SPHL could go after Baton Rouge right now?
1: I could almost see them going for a different Louisiana market. So Lafayette? I Maybe. It feels like, I don't know why, it feels like in the last year or two, it feels like Lafayette just kind of lingered there. Like it's not, you know, it was dead for a while, but now it's like lingering there. I feel like it's waiting for its time to strike like a Gator.
0: <laughs> uh, but I I don't know if the if there is no lease and if the SPHL feels like they can maybe strike again I don't have I have not asked about this to any my SPHL people I, I this is just speculation on my part yeah
1: this is but, speculation season to be fair January yeah. is where we start hearing <clears throat> more things yeah. so we'll be on high alert this month.
0: Yeah, but Mark, I feel like Baton Rouge could be a good if they feel like they could beat the the Fed in the in the lease war, which they had before. Cough cough Birmingham. All right that Why that, that could that could be something that we look at. I gotta imagine
1: see. like Birmingham and the Fed currently. Oh gosh. Yeah,
0: oh. yeah. Do you not remember? I, I was I heard, really, like dude, that was finally... like
1: earlier on. Like that was not really I was not really into like journalism at that point. So that was still. Yeah, that was, that was
0: uh, early 2017 when that happened. Yeah,
1: like that was before my time. Like that was yeah, and, in, with journalism. Like that was, and
0: yeah. we know what the team was going to be. It was going to be the Alabama Bulls. And I managed to find the Twitter account that was just never activated.
1: Wow. Yeah. But uh, I'll say this. I, for, for what it sounds like, it's going to be still a few weeks now. Yeah. Now, though, since we have a potential time frame, should – nothing happened by that time frame, then maybe we can start speculating what the heck's going on.
0: Yeah, that I think that's kind of going the real thing is, all right, end of the week, uh, we start hearing, hey, announcements coming next few days. It's Fed. But if we hear nothing by the, the end of the month, we could be seriously looking at a lease war when it comes to either league trying to come in. I mean, if I'm the... Mark, if you're the SPHL, you're there's no way you're not looking at Baton Rouge, right? Oh, like,
1: the SPHL, like I said, I think the SPHL wants to get into more markets again. Especially since it feels like some of the markets are potentially on the fringe. So they're going to be looking at a lot of options right now, I feel like. be fair, Clarksville is still out there waiting to start, it feels like. Yeah. Um. So I mean, they got that. They got that other side already. Really, um, maybe a couple other places have been looked at. So I mean, it's not impossible that modern, that Baton Rouge somehow does a complete one hundred and eighty at the last moment. But I, mean, I still feel like it's going to be fed. I still feel like it's going to be fed.
0: Oh yeah, I completely agree. I think like I think it's right now like 70-30 fed. Uh, but I would again, say I would say
1: yeah. eighty five fifteen. Like, oh, you're that low, huh? Like it's more so just like I don't see how the the okay. Besides Birmingham, when has the Fed fumbled a market to the SP? Um,
0: technically Danville, but that's its own story. Well,
1: that yeah, that's a, that's a whole. I feel like that's a whole completely separate issue. Uh, but like in this case, like in this case, but I'm going to talk about like in a market that hasn't had pro hockey for a little bit. I want to say there's another scenario and.
0: Maybe it's Carolina for some reason.
1: But that would be it's not Columbus. that would be, that would be the Fed beating SP though.
0: Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah, you gotta think of SP SP beating Fed. Um
1: Yeah, I can't think of any other examples besides those two. And right now the Fed like Barry Barry is a tough beat. That's another thing. Yeah. You have to remember this is a Barry team if this happens. So and considering what happened last time. Remember, Barry was also the one who got burned with Danville. Yeah. So Barry's going to – so if the SPHL tries anything, you know Barry's not going to like that. He's going to do everything in his power to stop the SP. Have
0: you guys heard about this team in Danville with the SP currently? I can already see the meeting.
1: (laughs) I can already see that. Yeah. Although, then again, Barry is also the one that's putting the team in Virginia, so who who knows? (laughs)
0: Hey, look, I, I, I still that team is still
1: hot. It's just like it's just like there's like why?
0: Oh, that's
1: why, Phil? Anyway,
0: uh, so, uh, let's just go ahead and start talking about the Fed now that you you brought it up. So we had a a weekend, uh, quite a bit of games, and it's still they stay at number one, the Columbus River Dragons.
1: So. I mean. I just want to make a mention of this. so many blowouts, so, so many, many yeah. blowouts.
0: It's it's just I I'm legitimately at a point, and I hate saying this, but because they got they got a heck of an operations up there when it comes to business and everything. I, I mean, it's crazy. I I'm just bored of watching the River Dragons because they always win. It's not. <laughs> fun. It's not. Oh, well, you don't fun know you play Mississippi,
1: so of course they're gonna always win.
0: Oh, that's also true. That that's, I hate that say that. but That's true. <laughs> Dude, yeah, give me some... I'm looking at
1: the... I'm looking at the... I'm looking at the... Okay. This is the first time I've looked at really the scores. Oh, my God. Blowout. Blowout. Set out, Blowout. Blowout. Set out, Blowout. Blowout. Scott, lose a game. Lose blowout. lose a game a week. Actually, there we go. We'll I be happy. Oh my God, in the last, like, five or so days, the closest game was Baton Rouge, and that was 6-4. to four. Yeah. That has been the closest game. That's... That's incredible. Like, that... I don't know what the heck... Like... They got. They basically got an
0: SPHL team in the Fed. That's what they got.
1: <laughs> a couple of them, honestly. Yeah, I'm gonna say a uh, couple of them. i but Columbus. Yeah, no, Columbus. You know, I'm gonna be real honest here. I think even Danbury is gonna have a tough. Like, it. It feels like that's what we're heading towards. In, when it come, when the spring rolls around, it's gonna be Columbus and Danbury, unless Beaverton. It's possible to be sneak in there or maybe like Motor State or Port Huron, or maybe even Carolina actually at this point, surprising Columbus somehow, but God, it, it, it just screams Columbus, Danbury right now. And I don't It's going to take a lot to prevent that fate. Yeah. Call-ups, please. SP teams call up these players. We can okay, Here's this team. Here's the just like with the SP, I mean, players don't have to take call-ups. Don't remind them. I look. I'm just being honest here. You know me. I'm. I i do not care. Like I'm just being okay. honest. Okay.
0: All right. Moving on. It's just
1: like how the Rivermen are able to stay good despite having like ECHL level players. They just don't take columns.
0: Yeah. Moving on to another. We've been talking about this team and their performance. Port Huron. I mean, right now they're right now in second. They have a four point lead over third. Now.
1: Just, now this is the thing though. I want to. I want to put Port Huron Motor City, Carolina all together with this. For one reason, why? So, Port Huron may be a second, but they are fourth in winning percentage. Okay. Car- Motor City is third in both. Carolina may be fourth in points, but they are second in winning percentage. But
0: points win in the end of the day. But the, the thing is,
1: though, but the only reason that is because Carolina's played less games. Carolina has played seven less games than Port Huron. That's that's a very good point. <laughs> like, it's not fair to use points right now. It's far more better to use William Percentage in that case. Like, that is a seven-game difference. Mm. And here's the thing. And being a seven-game difference and only being, what, eight points behind?
0: Yeah, that's a, a, see, a so th- three points for four, a win. Let's say you win all seven games. That's 15 potential points yeah. right there.
1: It's look, any of these three teams could be second place at the end of the year. Any of these three teams. It's going to be a bloodbath. And the worst part of it is Columbus will reap the rewards of that. These three teams will tire each other out. They will kill each other. And I feel like Columbus is going is just going to snack on the morsels that are left. Yeah. Unfortunately.
0: This, is, <laughs> yeah.
1: this is this is Perfect for Columbus. There's a bloodbath for the rest of the playoff spots. That's and what then happens. You have Mississippi.
0: Well, that's what happens when you're in the Continental Division, the best division, all the Fed Motor City. Let's talk about them again. We kind of we're kind of just grouped a bunch together, but let's still go over them. I mean, these Motor City just like neck yeah.
1: and neck. It's so hard to separate them.
0: Yeah, Motor City though they are they seemingly going hot and cold, hot and cold when it comes to. Uh, winning. They're they're keeping up the points, keeping up with points though in the standings. Do we do we have a potential team that could falter,
1: or maybe go to ev- all the way to fourth? It's going to be, I don't maybe, but at the same time, uh. I, however, here is the this team, this team's entire season is going to depend on how they are come April. Are they going to be the hot butter city? Where they are kicking ass, or are they gonna end on a flat note? It's gonna be one of the two. They the, this team is very hot and cold, like you said, and they keep going on these little streaks where oh everything's hot, like we're we're going hard, and and the mercy ends up going cold and silent for a while. That's not gonna win yourself a championship, but if you time it just right hot teams can make noise in the playoffs. I'm going to point out Roanoke in SPHL last season. So, I'm going to say it's more safe, I say fix your stuff. You don't want to be streaky like that because you don't want to end the season on a cold streak and go into the playoffs like that, but if you get on that hot streak and stay on it, they can be just as dangerous as even a team like Beerton or Dareberry.
0: Mm.
1: They have that good of a team. It's just a matter of being consistent.
0: Completely correct. And then a, a team that no, I will not eat crows. so a lot can happen.
1: Carolina, <laughs> dude, Carol Carolina. You have to admit though, the fact that they're keeping pace with the other two teams who have played more, more, or even far more games than them. They are a good team. Like they have almost just they have just as many wins as Border City. Yeah. And only one less win than poor here on now to be fair, it's when regulation wins and overtime wins and stuff like that. It's a little, you know, a little bit more into the other two teams' favors. But Carolina, they're still taking names, and heck, they have the third highest goal differential in the league. Mark stop 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 making me look bad. <laughs> Please. Look, no, I call no, no. You never count out Carolina. You never count out Carolina. But I want to count out Carolina. You can't. You can't. You know, I'm going to be real. You're going to love this comparison. I They're just like Peoria in that instance. People wanted to count out Peoria fucking earlier in the season. Nope. You can't count them out. They're all there. right.
0: Move, moving on. Let's just go ahead and make fun of my, my Fed team. All right. Mississippi. Ha ha. They, they continue to lose. Yeah. Oh,
1: God. You know what, though? They're not the worst team in the league. That's all I can really say. Yeah, by, by just a bit. <laughs> and you know what? Attendance has been pretty good. Attendance yeah, yeah,
0: good. Well, uh, yeah I mean, That's the part that kind of scares me. This team keeps sucking. I, I'm afraid what attendance is going to look like in season two in the back half of this season.
1: I mean, I yeah, but I mean, eh, I don't know. It, Mississippi is just probably happy to have hockey back right now. Yeah, uh, they don't have uh, a like. They probably figured the team would not be that great this year. So I mean, I don't think the fans had the highest expectations, but
0: yeah. So and, and, uh, let me, to be fair, it, like they, the Mississippi Sea was, they're kind of lucky, I guess. Almost, I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean when I say this, but they're not really college town, and their their only other pro sport is baseball in the summer. Yeah. So they don't have a lot of overlap, which is nice. So
1: mm. all right, well, like I said, they're not the worst team. We'll get into that later. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually about ready to address this team. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, Danbury,
1: yeah, address the yeah the worst team in the
0: Fed, Danbury natrix
1: Nah, but Danbury. Oh God, like you know, I still kind of struggle of who's the better team, Columbus or Danbury. Sometimes I, I, I it's still Columbus. The, uh, I, I would say Danbury. no, no, no. Okay, hey, on, hey, on, on. Mark, Mark, Mark. I would say
0: Danbury. If Columbus didn't beat them pretty single handedly, uh, but are very one time, won a game, though, overtime. too. So it's like it was overtime, though, uh, true,
1: but it was also in Columbus,
0: yeah. But when they're only gonna have one game in Danbury, I believe. So I think that's gonna be kind of like the equalizer.
1: Uh, it'll be, I'll be very curious to see how that game goes. Then. That's gonna be a real good, cause I think that's gonna be uh, no, no offense to Danbury, but I think it's gonna be a little bit more of an even play field at that point, yeah. But I think Danbury has a, like, God. Like it, like I said earlier, the, these two teams seem destined for finals unless some crazy playoff BS happens. Which Mississippi hot streak, let's go! I don't even know. God, it's, I mean, it's still possible mathematically, but it's, you know. All right, anyway.
0: Uh, Binghamton uh, comfortably second, and they are enjoying it, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean. Third best team of the Fed too, like they. If it wasn't for Danbury, man, they would. They they, Bantams right now, little brother, they are little bear. Yeah, there's a reference for you for your nineties kids. Uh
0: okay, but who does the bear turn into? Like at the at the end, does it turn to uh, Andreas, or does it turn
1: to one of the players? Uh... It depends how they do. It, uh, <laughs> they, it depends how they do. Look, this this team is good. Actually, funny enough, they actually have a they their offense is on pace with Danbury. Like mm. twenty three games played, one hundred fourteen goals for each team. Mm. Slightly, yeah, I mean, weaker look- for slightly weaker goaltending for me. It's slightly weaker goaltending.
0: Yeah, I I seriously think if Binghamton like maybe had like one like one category they were a little stronger in over Danbury, like they, they would be neck and neck. I think it's just like they're a little bit
1: weaker and that's the only issue. Yeah, literally just a tiny bit weaker. It's it that ha- Jamie I feel like that's more frustrating than than being a team like Mississippi or Wartown or Myra. Yeah. Like I feel like that's even more frustrating where you know you could maybe take that top spot, but you're just a tiny bit weaker. Yeah, it, it, it's
0: always, as a fan, that's got to kind of just feel like, ah. But moving on to, on to teams where they are very lucky just to be in their division, uh, Watertown literally uh, riding the wave of what they had. Uh, they're enjoying their 23 points, uh, five points ahead of Elmira. Man, uh, they, they mustn't be enjoying that very weak Empire division.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean... Watertown isn't like the worst team, and actually, they're the most disciplined team in the, le- in the league. Yeah. Oddly enough. But this is such a far cry from the team last year. It's yeah, it is. It's not close. It's crazy. And I, and I know there's a lot, a lot of factors to that. Like, it's not just one thing, it's so many things piled up on each other. But okay. right now, they're not, they're kind of like 500 right now. They're like, they're kind of around there. So, I mean, they've been doing all right the last 10 games or so. They've been doing what they need to stay ahead of Elmira, and that's what's important right now, keeping that, basically keeping themselves from playing Dan Barry in the first round.
0: All right. Uh, So, speaking of uh, kind of first rounds, Elmira, um, uh, if it wasn't for one other team, I I think they would be at the bottom of that list. Uh, They're having their own issues right now. After training for Ryan Marker, a lot, and a very decent uh, trade mind. Yeah, they they seemingly uh, managed to, um, I'm trying not to be mean, but uh, remove some pieces for a a better one, almost. Yeah, uh, just still struggling, uh, which sucks.
1: Well, now Uh, uh, for personal reasons, they also just lost their head coach.
0: Yes. um, No one knows really how long it's going to be. This is like the Third personal reasons leave of absence in the Fed,
1: yeah. And, and from what I understand of the situation, it sounds pretty rough, Prim, yeah. So, I my prayers go out to to him. Uh, I hope everything is like turns around, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. And uh, Elmira, you know, I've been very about alirara this year do you know I have yeah but I almost want them i I want them to overtake watertown I want them to
0: I mean it, it's only that it's out of the question it's literally just like win two games at watertown loses two and you know it's
1: a switch and you're yeah good. It just it's just more so like one of those states of it feels like they should how about this they it feels like they should be ahead of watertown mmm
0: and, and I, I right, right now the they're just
1: kind of just not able to pull the trigger on it. Mm. Yeah, I, I get that. But, uh, I mean, but at least they'll probably make the playoffs unlike this next team.
0: Yeah, Delaware. Mark, oh. uh, it sounds like you have something you want to say. Uh, I do not endorse this comment. these comments. Oh, uh, oh. You go ahead. So,
1: for those who are unaware, and actually it's funny that we're t- just talking about Elmira, I believe it was yesterday. Was there an anniversary of the event?
0: Yes. It so was. Yesterday it, yes. was
1: the two year anniversary of this special night where the Elmira Enforcers had a guaranteed win light against the Battle Creek Rumblebees, the team who had not won a game that entire season. And then Battle Creek won. And therefore at this stage of the season in 2020, uh, the season that never ended, uh, The Battle Creek Rumblebees are now on pace with Delaware of this season for wins. Congratulations, Delaware. You are now Battle Creek bad. Mm. And right now, it's... And here's the thing. Battle Creek ended, well, ended that season with five points. Delaware has four. And here's the thing. I could see a scenario where Delaware... has less or equaled the amount of points and still technically have a worse record because it but because Balkring didn't play as many games. Hmm. I could see that scenario right now. They have lost 18 straight games. <laughs> yeah. The, Delaware look from what I've been hearing, I think we talked about last week There's some things in Penn here that actually don't seem as bad as we once thought. But, dear Lord, good God Almighty, this team is broken in heaven. I don't think it could be resuscitated.
0: I think that's a very fair way to to leave this off when it comes to this team. Uh, Shout out my man Baba, but otherwise. We
1: have a buddy on that team, man. We have a buddy on the team, but it's just like, it's just how, just be honest. But you yeah. know what's funny? I didn't just noticed this. <laughs> what? So, of Watertown, Amira, and Delaware, Amira and Delaware are tied for goals four, but Watertown is actually the worst of the three because they have three less goals. <laughs> Although, to be fair, <laughs> That's actually you've kind of have two or three less games than Elmira and Delaware. So, if anything, Amira is actually probably the worst per game. <laughs> But that's Delaware pretty. isn't the worst in that category. At least. At least. It's, it's and you, know, you know Delaware's not that. the worst uh, goal differential or yeah. goals against because that that dishonor uh, goes to Mississippi. Mm. Yeah. But Great. they are, wait. Yeah, they are the most. Oh, no, they are not. They're not the most penalized team. That goes to Deerberry. Mm. <laughs> uh, that, well, that was probably Amesbury. <laughs> <yeah, laughs> I mean, yeah. That's another thing that, well, yeah, that's. That's, and uh, I don't maybe, think we need to talk about that. Maybe, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, anyway. Let's just go ahead and move on to the SPHL. Where things make it slightly a bit more sense. Slightly, Yes.
0: Uh, so, Peoria, uh, keeping first place, but tied Although, still
1: with we, Evansville. But, you know what? We did lose a regulation for the first time since November 5th. Yes. That, uh, I was not happy with that. That was, like... That was one of the worst games of this year. Not even this is even counting the few the first few games of the season. That I think might have been just the worst. We were right, outplaying
0: that, that was Peoria versus Evansville, right? Yes, Maybe. like
1: that was New Year's Eve. That, like, yeah, that was one of the worst Peoria games of the season. I think it might be the worst. It felt like we were just behind, and what? And here is the crazy part: There's a lot of times in season where Peoria was behind like two, three goals and still won. It did not feel like that that night, it, and it didn't happen. It was just bad.
0: Yeah, just... I don't know what
1: happened because pure, because pure beat. I was at the game the night before. Uh, pure with the, with the luck of breakaways, three breakaway goals, insane, uh, one five to one. But then the next night, I was him five to one. Yeah. It was just rough and that was just rough but yeah. and because but at least right now we are still slightly ahead of roanoke and plus we still played three less games of roanoke and still time of points so, i mean <laughs> roanoke pure is still in plenty fine shape yes
0: the fact that almost, uh, the
1: fact that it almost took two months for them to lose a regulation it's pretty impressive
0: yes and now let me let me make a correction. Uh, Peoria is having Roanoke, not Evansville. I just need to correct myself. Uh, Roanoke, though, not so. The uh, the uh, we got. We, can we talk about some losses, uh, to, especially to a one Huntsville team? The
1: fact that Roanoke has lost twice in a row. Like, here's a as a as a Peoria fan. Thank you, Huntsville. You did something <laughs> useful for once. And we do use something
0: useful all the time, including eliminating you guys from the playoffs. I uh, but you did that this last time. We didn't play each other, though. Yeah, Roanoke did that. Oh,
1: okay, haha. Anyway, so... And actually, Quad did something useful, too, but we'll get into that later.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, of course, Roanoke, uh, 30, 32 points still, uh, though winning percentage it, it does not go their way. Uh, so they said number two. Uh, otherwise... Uh, you know, they're 7-3 in the last 10, so not exactly horrible, but still probably won some better performances uh, throughout.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, Ronald's been playing... I think they've been playing... Okay, I'm going to be honest. I think they've been playing above their weight class so far. They probably should not be as good as they are. I, I, I just Ooh. don't know. But... They've been playing well, and who knows? Maybe this is maybe this is more of a blip and not a more return to the mean. But yeah, I, Roanoke's good. But I'm not sure if their potential number one C good. Hmm.
0: I I don't know. I, I'm I'm mixed on uh, Roanoke. I just mm. I feel like the, I feel like it's possibly there, but I just keep thinking over performance, over performance, over performance. Uh, but speaking, speaking of
1: performance, Evansville, <laughs> I still, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of the same way with them too.
0: Yeah, I think they're a very similar story with Roanoke. Like I feel like you could use basically the same words, even though they're two points behind.
1: Well, it. they also played like they played 25 games, like they played the most games. And if you look at percentages, they are six in percentage. I mean, but still, I, I keep
0: having to say this. Points are what, when, you know, you win at the end of the day. and that's Yeah, but I part.
1: mean, I, I like looking at, like I said, I like looking at percentage when the games aren't even. It's better to look at percentage. Mm. Because, I don't I feel like, especially when there's a little bit of, like, discrepancy. Of the, like, quite like a few games is a large discrepancy. So, I mean, yeah. It, but right now, that's, it doesn't really matter because, well, I'll get it just a little bit, but there's it's so tight right now. Yeah, literally, like first through ninth is like wide open. Oh, first through six right now. We'll get like first through six right now in SP. three point difference.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but speaking of teams that are hot, 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 Huntsville Havoc. I mean, Mark, I, I saw this team in action once because. Uh, Wednesday sold out when I was going to go see them, so I didn't get a chance. Missed the 23rd game uh, because of family stuff. Uh, so I literally only got to see him once while in town. But this is a team that is starting to, like, feels like they're rebuilt, they've rebuilt themselves. Am I crazy on that?
1: I feel like this is what Huntsville should be, though. Like, I don't know. But... Like I said, just like a Roanoke, is this more of a blip or is this a return to the mean? Like, I it's only a question that really time can tell. That time can answer because I could see this being a return to the mean, but Huntsville's looked pedestrian at a lot of points this season, so it's a little tough to judge. But with how wide open this SPHL standings is, it's anybody's game.
0: Yeah. I don't know, though. You don't want a team getting super hot like Huntsville, and usually when Huntsville gets hot in January, that means they're high in the playoffs. So
1: just saying. Well, you know who? Anyway. Well, you know what other Alabama team that's hot, that's hot right now? Birmingham. Yes, and I'm the same exact record is Huntsville, by the way, 14-8-1. Yeah. I mean. maybe Birmingham's maybe slightly better, I would say.
0: Oh, okay. Shut up. Anyway. Oh, they have
1: more goals forward, and only a few. More goals against like the, the goal differential is the same for Birmingham,
0: yeah. But they also play a lot more teams like uh Pensacola and Macon. So we had, we play a lot more teams like Evansville and Knoxville. So yeah, you don't anyway. I'm very excited to see uh, the, the first time Huntsville is in Birmingham. Uh, no, excuse me, second time I believe. Uh, this season, uh, they're going to be going uh, MLK Day, of course. Excited for that, and yeah. Uh, so moving on, to Knoxville, thirteen um, eight
1: one eight thirteen eight and three. Uh, still better percentage, by the way, than Evansville, which is yeah. kind of funny. Uh, like, yeah, I, I, just, whole... I feel
0: like this is, I feel like this is another case of Knoxville's hot and cold, hot and cold. I mean, am, am I
1: crazy on that? Or well, like, okay, the. Eighth, seventh, sixth, fifth, fourth, and third place teams either have five or six wins in their last ten. Third through third through eighth have five to six wins in their last ten. That's how that's another way of how close this whole league is right now. Like, it's pathetically close. Like yeah. If you, how about this? If you tell me that Fayetteville somehow finds their gear and somehow jumps up to third or something, I can believe you at this point because it's possible. This whole league right now is wild. <laughs> yeah, it's uh,
0: interesting uh, to say the least. Uh, so let's just go and talk about them. Fayetteville, they have been quietly kind of pulling themselves up. Uh, they were in ninth for the longest time. Everyone kind of thought they might be dead in the water. Uh, they're in 7th now, and they're, I would say controlling their destiny, but uh, they are taking advantage of some slower teams, I would say.
1: 6-3-1 in the last 10. I mean, that's what you want to see, where you're kind of kind of down a little bit in the dumps, like kind of border, bordering on if you're going to make the playoffs. Like, you want to see those strong performances. They're still hurting a little bit of the goal differential, but three straight wins is nothing, is nothing that they're going to complain about.
0: Yeah. That's something you just take advantage of and you enjoy. Uh, but we got to talk about one of my favorite teams this season. 500, the team, Pensacola, 12 and 12, 0. 0.500. Only one goals allowed difference from being 0. 0.500 on that. They're 0. 0.500 in their win streak, and they are 5 and 5 in their last 10. I mean, come on. This is the most fun team yet you want to enjoy. Literally going five hundred.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Although right now, so the next so this team and the next team that we're gonna talk about, these two teams right now are fighting for their playoff lives currently. Yeah. Uh it, it's the playoffs still, are starting soon. I'm not, is bad, not... But Pensacola is uh like you said, 500. 12 and twelve and oh. Uh yeah, I would say that is ninth in percentage. So say if they have that same percentage. If there's still life in percent, because remember, if they're life and percentage at the end of the season, they're out of the playoffs. That's how you have to look at it, too. Yeah. Uh, but there you have the actual current life place team. And City. Yeah. I still wonder what the hell's going on. Although they've made a big trade. Yeah. They've been making, they've been like shipping
0: people off like crazy. Like, this feels like they're like, Really trying to find like some new faces, and now
1: they're in a riverman situation. So, I uh, was it yesterday? The trade, the yeah, I like yesterday was like kind of like the big thing. Uh, they sent Connor Fries to Fayetteville in exchange for FX Gerard, a defenseman who is pretty good. That's a good get, but also, uh, they, they also got a goaltender, yeah. Uh, Blah, blah blah. He's currently as in the ECHL though, but uh, it's uh, a blah blah, blah 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 transactions. Uh, on the name right now. Uh, oh, let me grab
0: it. I know you're talking, but I, the, the the I can I cannot say his name. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
1: Quad City, where you are? Are you Brett talk- right. Moran. Brett Moran. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. So now, though, with both Brett Warren and uh, Bailey Birkin up in the ECHL and Kevin Reesop still down with Quad City, they have put themselves in a future situation of somebody's got to go. Possibly, yeah. And I know a lot of people may want to say Birkin considering he's kind of been lackluster. He's also maybe had some attitude problems. Uh, and Brett Brad's so a pretty good goal as well. But I can't deny that there is still a possibility. Now, I don't think that they should, but the stupid things happen sometimes. It's not impossible to get rid of Resop as well, mm. which they shouldn't. I'm going to be real honest. Yeah, they shouldn't, I should say. But actually, you know, as a rival, maybe they should. Uh, oh, okay, haha. Ha. But but, or do they go to complete chaos route and do they trade Brett Brand That would be actually could be kind of funny. Uh, mm. but oh, I man. I feel like it has to be Burkin. It has to be. If it's not, then it's just going to be a head scratcher of why.
0: Interesting, interesting. Uh, so, so let's
1: just for for the last two teams. I will say this though: Quassey oh. still made out like gangbusters that trade. I don't know what the heck Pavel was thinking.
0: Yeah. Uh but anyway, let's just put these last two teams together. Making Vermillion County uh end of the line. Um Makon
1: though, Macon won. Yeah, make it win the game. game.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Oh my god, Macon you beat Pensacola. You kept the five hundred. Yeah. You get the balance.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Macon. The great making uh 500ers that, that's what they can be. Uh but yeah, I mean look, these teams it sucks. I, I won both the well. There's one team, you know, get you know Vermillion County. I wanted them to be really hot. I don't think that's going to happen at all, unless I something happens. Know,
1: but five really yeah. straight losses now for Vermillion County. Yeah,
0: I'm and, not enjoying it.
1: <laughs> and here's like here's the crazy part for me too. What like you would think a bad team would be like super aggressive, like maybe make it like Macon has his third in penalty minutes. Quad City, first in Pelly Minutes. Oh, that's a whole thing. We never we just Yeah, yeah, that's oh, I find that super yeah. funny. They only know, no, like no, 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 let's let's fill off with Millie County first and then we'll talk about all that craziness. Yeah. But Vermillion County is last in Pelling minutes. Last. Who would have thought? So not only are they a team that can't do anything on the ice except put their poor, poor goaltenders through the ringer. I feel sorry for those two because, God, they're good goaltenders that don't deserve to be on a team like Vermillion County. and But they don't even fight. They don't even fight back. They just lie there
0: and take it. Look, I, I'll say what I said. I was talking, uh, shout out Cal. Uh, we were talking at the at the Huntsville game when, when Vermillion County was in town. There is a good team there. And I saw with my own eyes, Mark, you, I think you've seen this team play, and I think you'll have a very similar analysis to me unless you're kind of like going, oh, no, they're bad. Uh, but, um, there's a good team there. They just can't figure out how to mesh together. I think that's the main issue. I don't know if that's the off the ice issues causing that. If it's just something else, but man, there's a team there. And I think there's a really good team. It just doesn't click.
1: Well, I'll be maybe seeing that team on Friday. Cause I'm probably going to go to that game. Mm. So. so- yeah, that that's gonna be real interesting. Uh, but no, yeah, okay. We need to actually talk about the fun stuff that happened. This there there was some crazy. There was some crazy stuff that did happen to SPHL that during the games.
0: Okay, I'll let was- you handle that because I I did not I did, I've been busy, so I have not gotten a
1: chance to see all of that. Quad City and Roanoke. I want to talk about this series specifically. They played Thursday. They played Friday. It did the fireworks didn't start really until late in the game. We're talking third period uh, on Thursday
0: yeah.
1: after that point between the third and first. Like, I want to actually look up the stats here real quick. Oh, actually, no, 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 no. Oh, wait, no, that was the uh Friday's game. Hold on, let me just uh, let's see this after it started on Thursday, it did not end on Thursday. Uh, it, it reminded me of Roanoke and Peoria of last season where we played three games, three, three straight games against each other. And by the end, they absolutely wanted to commit absolute murder on each other. Mm. Uh, it was rough. Did I really just do that again? Did I really just do that again? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I, I did. Uh, okay, so Thursday game, 4 nothing Roanoke. It was a complete curb stomp. Now, it didn't even get kicked off. Like, there was only two penalties, both against Roanoke, in, in the first two periods. And there was no other penalties called until thirteen thirty three of the third. So, we're talking less than seven minutes left in the third. When the score at that point was three nothing Roanoke, Connor Fries, who's now not on Quad City anymore, got called two minutes for charging. Now I saw the play, and yeah, it was a little rough, but oddly enough, that wasn't what sparked it because that because what happened next happened twenty six seconds later. It was actually kind of a a little bit of a accidental thing that caused it. But when it sparked, it sparked. ruffians oh. continuing altercations, uh interference, more roughings, continuing altercations, less than three minutes later, more roughings and fightings, continuing altercation. Uh by the end of the game, there was fightings and roughings and continuing altercations all around including and then at the end a verbal a, few, a verbal abuse of official from the bench. <laughs> From like, there's some crazy things. And that was just in the last seven minutes of Friday's game. Of, of Thursday's game, I mean. God, I keep doing that. But then Friday, there was a 3-1 win for Quad City. Because they did something useful for Peoria. Uh But... Five minutes is all it really took for stuff to get a little hairy. Uh couple of sportsman-likes for two minutes. Inciting an opponent ten minutes. Ruffing. Uh, cross-checking. Continue altercation. Like This is all in the first period, by the way. Uh, Ruffing. Continue altercation. Fighting. Instigator. Fighting. Aggressor. Fighting. Sportsman-like. Fighting. roughing, Continue altercation. <laughs> yeah. like, it, this was... And like it didn't even end that. Like it was still kind of rough throughout the whole game. And there was even more. There was an inside opponent misconduct against Taylor Price in the third. And Nick Ford had a game misconduct slashing, like major slashing too, with like less than a minute left. Like there was two roughings, a hook. Like with in the last, in the last minute of that game, on Friday. Two there was a ten minute misconduct, a game misconduct. A major penalty, two roughings, and a hooking in the last minute of Friday's game. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like, and then that wasn't even the end of it because because New Year's Day, Birmingham, and (laughs) Knoxville—the second period, roughing. So this is. It was, this is all at 1048 of the second period, by the way. I'm going to list off all the penalties from 1048 of the second period from January 1st, Knoxville versus Birmingham game. Roughing, fighting, continuing altercation. roughing, fighting, continuing altercation. Fighting, continued altercation. Profanity from the bench. Fighting, slashing, fighting, continuing altercation. Yeah, there's just a, <laughs> just a lot, and... And uh, just to show you how the uh,
0: SPHL is such a fun league, still, even though it's uh, getting like, a little big. Like we,
1: I'm going to shout out our B team. Uh, Cal, you mentioned earlier, and uh, Miss Emily. Uh, um, uh, both of them sat down on Monday and watched hours of SPHL content. Yeah, literally. I want to give them huge props for that because I no
0: they, no 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 just 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 to say for hours, it was literally hours. Like, no, I feel I, I, I like, like
1: they got done like at eight or nine, and they started yeah, because, like it went off like 10 hours.
0: Yeah, because I like I like was on lunch, like, I went into like the server to see what was going on, hung out with them for like five minutes, and then I went on to do my stuff. I was like doing some prep work. we talking miners, and there they were, still sitting in the V At that point, I was, like, I
1: was, and at that point, I I had them too because yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude, it, I want to. Like they were great, and they it was really fun. Actually, just watching the games with them too because I was pretty busy too, so I didn't really get to watch a lot of the games this weekend. So, mm. like, they put in good work. This was so, yeah, this good stuff from y'all. Yeah, it, it was all right. So well, that anything is, else before we go? No, that is it. So well, how, how about this? I don't have I have something to say. Oh, okay. So okay, you know I have the thing, and you know what the thing is.
0: I am confused which thing.
1: The all the almighty thing that I control of. I don't. I seriously don't know what
0: you're talking about. Now that I think about. It. Oh my put god! The, put in, put in the side chat. Put in the side chat.
1: Oh, yes. All right. I finally updated that, by the way, after like a month. And okay. I also did attendance. Now, this is. Oh. I'm gonna, so can I do that monthly? So. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you making it public? No, not yet. Not yet. Oh. Although I think I've shared it. No, I think I've shared
0: it before by Twitter. Their, yeah, but their, like, their... but like, I don't think you have put it like in like the minor pro hero group.
1: I think people will love that. No, I think I have. I don't think so. No, I don't think No, I have. I remember I did. Oh, Okay. Uh, okay. but anyway, so I updated attendance, and uh, I want to point out a few teams. Not even just in the lower pros. I want to just point out a few things that I noticed. Mm-hmm. So. Let's see here. Uh, how, how should I do this first? Okay, no, I'm going to start with, I'm going to smack a team around. I'm going to smack a couple teams around real quick. What the hell is going on in Providence? I'm talking about the Providence Brewers of the AHL. What the hell is going on there? They are one of the best teams in the league and they have lost 2,400 people compared to last year. Wow, how do you do that? The only other team to lose more than a thousand is Danville, mm. and they've literally, and Danville's literally lost a thousand one compared to last year, at the current moment, <laughs> literally a thousand and one. I know, no comment. <sighs> but what the heck happened to Providence? What's happened? Like, I really want to know. Like, if anybody's listening, and like has any insight, please let me know because I want to know what is going on with this team. And the only other two teams that, like, have lost more than 500, one of them is, is uh, the Colorado Eagles, which have historically been, like, a sellout team every night. I don't know if they've just kind of got complacent or uh, people are just not as interested now maybe because they're not winning as often possible. And Wichita. I don't know what's happening in Wichita, but they're losing. They're down to like 3,300
0: now. Yeah.
1: And I want to shout out a few places uh, that have been going up. Uh, Freaking uh Roanoke. Actually, no, Roanoke. Y'all have gained 900 people compared to last year. Currently. I mean, yeah. They, they, you know, it's
0: always the markets. You have your ebbets and flows. That's
1: just how things go. A lot of teams, I think a lot, like most teams are up currently. I think that's because less COVID restrictions, you know, people are a little less hesitant. Uh, Because even like Peoria, like we're almost 600 more than last year right now. And the late winters, like three months, are typically when we have higher attendance anyway. So Peoria's kind of gone through a little bit of a rougher part. But, like, a lot of teams, like, five to 900 plus, like, a lot of teams are actually improving, which is great to see, especially post-COVID. Uh, like, I just want I'm sorry, I just wanted to, like, mention this because I spent a lot of time on this, and it's just like, there's just some things that I noticed, like, wow. Like, so, yeah. Yep. Yeah. If anything, I'm, one of the funnier ones that, so the team that has gained the least, so they've gained, but right now it's like a very tiny amount. And and actually, they're the most similar team to last season, Fayetteville. Compared to last season's ending attendance, they've gained 11 people. And <laughs> that is
0: uh, an interesting little thing. At least,
1: at least it's consistent, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, it well, it's it funny. I, I just wanted to point out. I like to point out Delaware has
0: getting more people. Well, that's also a nice thing to see. All right, well, everyone, that has been it for this week's episode of two two minutes of roughing. I nearly said talking Myers because I'm very tired. I've been I've been busy all day, but we shall see you next week, same time, same place. But until then, have a good time. Goodbye, everybody.
1: Later.